I'm just going into it. So this is kind of like a precursor to the episode you're about to hear tonight. But before we get into anything substantial, I'm going to do a little uh, FAQ on blunt rolling. Blunskis. So your first step is your most crucial for without it, the blunt can't happen. You got to get a blunt wrap. Now, they come in crazy flavors and they come in no flavor at all. My favorite, personally, is a flavor called purple. It's seriously, it's it's purple. It's not grape. It's purple. Legit purple. When you smell it, it's purple. When you taste it, it's purple. Now, a lot of people like to hand pick their weed and break it up, but I'm not that kind of guy. I'm like a very hands-off. It's the same way how I feel about uh, boneless buffalo wings. I like to eat them with a fork rather than just get down and dirty with them. Because, you know, it's just a mess. Yeah, I mean, and if anybody has that misconception, like, they're... Sorry, go take a shower, dude. Need to get clean. One of the most unattractive things you can do is eat buffalo wings on a date. Like, nothing... I mean, on a date. If you uh, if you take a girl out and you eat buffalo wings and she's willing to hang out with you for even the rest of the night, it lock that shit up because it's meant to be. As a woman who knows how to look past the flaws in a man and see only beauty. Oh, then you got problems. Yeah, man, I don't know about that. She's just like getting down on past the blue cheese. Uh huh. Yeah. You made a bit sound really unattractive right there. <laughs> so that might be a double standard. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. If if you're a girl and you're with a guy on a first date and he's eating wings and you find it even remotely unattractive, you're totally warranted. And having those thoughts I can't fault you for Being disgusted by somebody eating wings Another one is ribs Ribs is not In case you were wondering what I just said I said did you see a nug come flying through here Because I did just drop a nug I recovered a nug as well this is some cheddar, dude. Is this part of that? Hey, weren't lying. I was just about to think that. That was like the last thing I listened to in that podcast today before I got caught up to work was how you were talking about. You saw the last time where all I had was just the shake at the bottom? Yeah. That's what I do. I keep the shake and it just kind of has a... It becomes like utility weed. There's two different kinds of weed in here and I just, you know, put them in here and yeah. You're a good man, Tyler Deflin. That's pretty fun. I mean, don't do that with alcohol, because that's gross. But <laughs> you could be like Alex Conrad and say you don't kill corners. That's like his... Uh, I don't kill corners? I don't kill corners, meaning like I don't drink oh. the bottom of the bottle. Why not? This is, this is, that's a good question. You need I to ask him. Oh, oh, no, Bobby, like are you kidding me? That shit's gone. If it's Bobby, that shit's like, it's, 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 good luck. No, there's no more alcohol left if it's Bobby. Well, only if it's yours. Yeah, so 
I strayed away from the topic a little bit and I wanted to talk about rolling blunts. So when you run out of weed, sometimes you need to get a grinder and, uh, that'll allow you to fluff your bleasy up. Dude. What? So we're not doing this when we're totally stoned. Uh huh. Do you want a drink? No. You don't want anything to drink right now? I mean, maybe I'll have a cocktail. That's what I mean. We yeah. should make it now rather than like yeah, dude. when we're all stony blown. What do you got? Vodka? I can make I can make some vodka tonics. I'm close to some vodka on the rocks, dude. Vodka tonic or vodka on the rocks? Vodka on the rocks. Ooh. Look at you. Yeah, like a Hasidic Jew. Like a yeah, smells of, speaking of Jews, there's this Jewish guy in Boardwalk Empire who's a total badass. His name is Manny Horovitz. Horovitz. Anyway, so when you get the the weed fluffed up or the uh weed fluffed up in the blunt. You're damn near ready to seal the thing up. Now, sealing is the tricky part. My technique has always been to pinch and roll. And just gently on the outside, just kind of compact that shit in. And the papers I like to use have little teeth on the inside of them. So you can lick it and it'll grab it. And they'll fold over and make a nice little nice little pinch, man. And you should be rolling. So give me a second here. I'm going to lick this thing sealed up. I'll tell you how it goes. Not bad, not bad. Got the uh, got the back of it. Got the uh, mouthpiece all ready to go. Now I unintentionally roll my blunts into a little bit of a cone shape, meaning that they're tapered. They get fatter. They start out fatter and then get kind of small towards the end. But I think it's just easier for me to roll them that way. That was my uh, stoned ass hitting the head, the microphone with my headphones. You sure wonder that wasn't a mild earthquake. It was me being an idiot, which could be just as devastating, depending on how you look at it. All right, so just about finished here. Just about all rolled up. I hear them conversing down here. Now, it wasn't 100% clear to me whether or not I was being totally shady by just uh, just rolling up and smoking in the uh, family room in my buddy's house. It's legal now. I mean, there's really not a lot you can say, man. Like, no one can really tell you to cool it, you know? They can't because it's fucking legal. Like it's almost like I'm, you know, smoking it, smoking a cigarette in public. Like there's places where you're gonna be allowed to do this shit, and it's not gonna be a fucking, ooh, an issue whatsoever. Hmm. So part of the art of blunt rolling is to figure out how to get your your crutch down. Like once you got a good crutch. There's basically nothing that can stand in the way of you toasting one up. Now, I like to do this little thing where I take the remainder of the mouthpiece and fold a third of this, the circular shape of it down into a flat tap. 
it's like a built-in roach. Now, once you've got your bullet into a good shape here, what I like to do is just kind of give it a once-over, as gross as it may sound, just a little bit of my saliva. I like to seal the tip of it for traveling purposes because sometimes, you know, you might be going on a walk before you spark this thing up. So you just want to make sure that it's sealed and nothing's uh, falling out the front end when this thing is hanging behind your ear or in your sunglasses or whatever, you know. I'm narrating the process, man. My cohort here has brought me a uh, vodka. I don't know how to like vodka on the rocks. I have no idea how much I should have. Usually, it just kind of depends on the ice. So you just want to fill up to the ice, like you know. No floating ice, basically. Yeah, no, no. You don't want it floating, but you also don't want it like totally submerged. Like you know what I mean. So if you throw in like three ice cubes, just fill it to the top of the highest ice cube. Like yes, I. uh, yeah, anyway, hang on. So I'm I'm almost done here. I'm going to be winding up here in the last couple seconds. So I finished with my homemade crutch. So you can see it looks pretty nice. Well, you actually can't see, but if you could, the Kirk Solo podcast. You would notice it really if I had a podcast, it would just be me rolling blunts, smoking them and just talking about nothing. Which is half of basically what this is anyway. At the end of it, you just have like 20 blunts for like <laughs> Yeah, six no. months consumption. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Just it's like uh, Snoop Dogg's GNG network or whatever. I'm just a white guy. And uh, yeah, so you seal it up, and I like to take the lighter and kind of just wave the flame across it back and forth really fast. Don't burn it, just kind of dry it out. Get it nice and, uh, you know, just nice and like, like crispy. Like, there's nothing like picking up a blunt that's just like, it feels sturdy. Like, it, you could take it traveling. Like, you know? Like, you could throw this behind your ear and walk a mile and a half and then smoke it, and it'd still be in good shape. Like, it wouldn't be dead. It wouldn't be dying. It'd be really good. Did you fit that thing in there? I don't know. I feel like I've tried this before. It doesn't really work out. It doesn't really work. It doesn't go in there. Well, it doesn't work. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. Um, yeah, so that's it, you know, and then... Basically, what you can do after that is take it down to like a park or a car. Hot boxes are always really fun. Take it down somewhere and spark that shit up and enjoy, man. Prop 64 is officially legal. It's officially made recreational marijuana legal. So go go get recreated. Yep. So Tyler Duffin's got a sitch with the headphones going on. So he's going to have to use the skull candies for a little while. He may not like it, but that's it. So uh, what were you going to ask me? Oh, last guardian. Yeah, you got the last guardian. That's pretty cool. Well, we'll probably we'll, I'll go for like a minute more here, and then we'll uh, we'll take a break. This is just leading to the podcast. Tyler's got the last guardian. I actually have a plan today. Not gonna see how well we stick to it, but so you know, it's not that much. It's just like detailed notes on shit. Just I had to be informed. You know, hours worth. We'll make it a fucking hours worth. We'll hours fucking make it. So you know, we're gonna. Give you a little hip hop history today. Maybe play a game or two. Takes one to know one. We're gonna puff puff cast on some shit. Um, we'll maybe talk about zero angry men versus women. Newly appointed uh, uh, attorney general Jeff Sessions. We we'll talk about him. Talk about a weird fucking video I saw about a guy who had sex with a dolphin multiple times. <laughs> Very strange. Why Very did strange. you watch that? Uh, you know, you just got on Reddit and it just kind of takes you. It's like down the rabbit hole. Um. And maybe talk about the media and the problem with that. So we'll give you all that when we come back. But right now, 
we got a little meta we got a little medicating we got to do i mean i mean dolphins definitely rape so like mm-hmm. yeah this is it, that, that was pro- brought up in like the discussion in the comments like it was definitely brought up but <laughs> they had it coming basically as no well. no they're just like dolphins are very rapey so it just seems weird that you know no it's 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 bestiality no he clearly knows more about this than i thought he does so when we get when we get right we'll give it to you all right we'll be back in a few yeah man you you're ready to pull the switch yeah well, the switch was pulled about five seconds ago <laughs> that's not cool the switch is back the switch <laughs> is back on here we are again pretty this meat getting prolific doing all that we can to bring it to you hey Guess. <laughs> you guess. It's better than a hard no. You could have just been a hard no. You could have said no. Go fuck yourself. No, I feel like I would have had to back that up more so than a, mm. than a half-hearted. I guess. Well, yeah, I guess. All right, man. See. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? The I guess is is it's an easy one. You can just you're you're not committed either way. Someone says I guess, and they look at you like, oh well, I'm not getting an answer out of him. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so we're back at it. We're here to uh, have a bit of a good time, and uh, we got some cocktails going on tonight. Just smoked a fatty, blunt, purple. <laughs> blunt. Mm, it was delicious. In case it wasn't clear. Yeah, in case in case you were sleeping and not paying any attention, that's what we just did. I was. And uh, sleeping. That is. You'll be lucky enough to hear me give it a preview when you listen to this playback. So. Uh, I want you. To, I want everybody to just sit back and enjoy what we've got to bring you tonight. So we jump right into it. The little thing we're gonna try to start doing, try to keep up on. But so no. we're we're already twelve minutes in because you included your your blunt rolling sesh. There's a little bit of a pause break in there. Maybe we could put like some of that cool waiting music. It's like and like you know, like on TV where it says like, please stand by. Like interludes. And then it just goes right into it. Yeah, just kind of like that. And a half interludes on every album. But I want to try to start try to start doing something new here. To give us some flavor, give us a little bit of that, uh, you know, consistency for those who crave it. And we're going to call it Hip Hop History, maybe Hip Hop Birthdays. But Hip Hop History sounds good because it's kind of an alliteration and just goes. So we're going to start off doing some... But it starts with birthdays. Hip Hop Histories. And well, yeah, that's a part of Hip Hop History. Because Hip Hop, in the relative scheme of things, it's such a small blip on the musical time scale. Like, it's just, it's it's a blink of an eye, so to speak. So... Birthdays are important because, like, the first generation of thugs is, like, still here. You know what I mean? Like, the first big rappers, like, most of them, you know, most of them, some of them are still alive. I'll say that. That whole Tripod Quest comeback, like, hasn't happened yet in hip-hop. No one's been gone for, like, 20 years and then, like, came back. Yeah. I mean, Run TMC probably could have done it. but Yeah, but, I mean, no one has done that. They're all, they're all either dead or, you know. That's what I mean. Like, that's the thing about hip-hop. Though, is, yeah. But, like, the, the first generation of people, like, people who are alive when hip-hop came out like was coming out like you know when we have not, not us <laughs> yeah definitely but we haven't moved past that like your parents definitely were around for the inception of hip-hop like yeah, yeah. not a big deal but so we're gonna jump into hip-hop history and that's gonna start with a couple of birthdays uh bushwick bill of the ghetto boys yeah i have no idea who that is. he is the midget 
don't know. The dwarf, I should say. The little what's, person. What's like the ghetto boys? Like the ghetto boys. Main, uh, main damn, single. it feels good to be a gangster. Uh, That's one that everybody, I feel like, would know. And they're, they're, there's, they're there's used mid- in office space. There's a midget in that? Yeah, his name's Bushwick Bill. He's missing an eye. And he's a legit dwarf. Like, he Is has he a hype man? Or did he, no, like, I think he, he raps and shit. Spit bar? Yeah, I couldn't tell you which one he was by listening to a recording because uh-huh. I never really paid that but much yeah. attention. But yeah, when they're, when they're beating up the copier. Oh yeah, that, that, that's the song. That song, yeah. Um, another one said, "Born on December 8th. I don't know. I should have wrote the year down. That would have made this pretty, uh, pretty accurate. I think she's like thirty-one or something. Maybe. I can't remember. The the queen of asses herself, Nicki Minaj. Give it up for her and her luscious cheeks. Yes. Have you seen the Anaconda music video? Yes. It's like, it's like it's like hotter than porn. Like, you know, it's just there's. She's thirty-four actually. I'm. Not mad at her. There's a lot of booty just being th- thrown around, like like from from good old TNT, Trinidad and Tobago. Wow, mm. what are they doing over there? That's just getting it right. Mm. I mean, really though, like her face, no, not so much, but her assets. You know what I mean? Those are pretty good. You can't really can't really frown at those. So yeah, those are the birthdays: Bushwick, Billy, Ghetto Boys, and Nicki Minaj, and then. I don't know if you want to do this, but we'll just fucking throw it in there. Today, on this day in 1986, <laughs> Salt and Pepper released their debut album, Hot, Cool, and Vicious. So that's 30 years ago? 30 years ago. Uh, yep. Had uh, songs, none of which I know because I'm not gay and I don't like TLC. <laughs> uh, I'll Take Your <laughs> you mean, Man. You mean Salt and Pepper? Uh, yeah, sorry. Same <laughs> shit, though, right? Like, it feels like the exact same the shit. The fact that you did that on that. Somebody could say, great. well, and Sink and the Backstreet Boys are totally the same, and I would agree 100%. Like, yes, they are. There's no denying that. So it's fair of me to say TLC and Salt and Pepper are, like, the same fucking thing. Like, But, uh, yeah, yeah, like, I'll Take Your Man is a song I've never heard. The Showstopper is a song I've never heard. <laughs> Which is a response to Dougie Fresh's The Show. All Apparently, Dougie Fresh dissed Salt and Pepper at some point. So they had a diss track back? Yeah, they went back at Dougie Fresh, the dude who was in Cool Runnings. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happened today. That album uh, had production credits with George Clinton <laughs> and Bootsy Collins, both of whom were pretty funkadelic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was the first. Uh, Album by an all-female group to go platinum. So, pretty big day in history. And uh, one small step for mankind. Or man, one large leap for mankind. Going in with that uh, first woman ever album to go platinum. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. And then, I don't know why, you know, something possessed me. And I put all the, like, the fun little games up in the front. And the next thing that I had up was uh, Takes One to No One. Yeah. So we need, one? we need a cool it. theme song for takes one to no one. Like, do you want to make like a jingle or do we? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do that. It's very tough. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I was hoping you would do it. Yeah, so I'll go with the first one I had on takes one to no one. Like, uh, why, why are why why does my car always fucking scrape the parking block? Like, what's the purpose of the fucking parking block? What do you mean? Like when, so, it, when you pull the handle up and does a little no, when you like are trying to pull into a parking space, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. and you want to make sure you're not, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. there, normally when I had my Jeep, since it was higher, I would be able to feel the parking block on the tires and so know like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, go any yeah. further. But now with my Acura, I just hear <laughs> like I'm just going over the parking block, and when I back out, it's even worse. So I fucking hate that. That's a thing. Like you can't see it. How are you supposed to fucking know? I just don't fucking like. 
I don't understand like why they made them the way they are. Like, why didn't they make them shorter? Or, because if cars are all like, and I look at my car, like my car's not super low to the ground, and a lot of other cars I see are like that. It's just fucking retarded. I think it's so stupid. Welcome to sedan life, dude. Yeah, it sucks. I miss having an SUV. I miss having a Jeep. Having an Acura is nice and everything on the inside, but like, dude, it's hard. To, it's harder to drive. Like when I was in my SUV, dude, I, dude, I was just above everybody. You have a good vantage point. No, like, I, I always feel like it's like driving a bus because I've actually driven a bus for work, and I always felt like in my dad's Land Cruiser, I was like driving driving a bus because yeah. you were just like this big boaty. That fucking, was weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my Jeep, I never felt like that. I felt like I could. I was like, I was super safe. Like I could see everything that was going on. Like I was above everybody else. You could get up as close to somebody as you needed to in case of an emergency, or if you're just tailgating, but. That's just my uh, takes one to know one. I don't fucking uh, why why aren't the parking blocks lower? I just think it's so stupid that they're they're not made lower. They're like these fucking mountains that you can't see from the driver's seat. And that's 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 all I gotta say about parking blocks before I get too upset. <laughs> what about you, dude? Do you have one? You got my one going take. on? I'm trying to like you know condense one. I was thinking about this. It's hard to just small like. Enough. Dump them out. It's I had a hard be, time last time. Yeah, it's got to be something you, you, you've you written down because you've thought of, you know, over the days. Well, the first time we did it, I was like, okay, Westworld sucks. Like, yeah. that was just on my mind, I guess. Like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I brought out the Disney G way too early. I should have used saved mm. it for right now. I just, 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 you know, today was a good day. I just had a couple of things that were griping at me, and I was just, you know, trying to, I was right. thinking about. Well, but. I've actually, since I had not watched Westworld at all. Since you last said that, I'm now seven episodes in. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm um, hey. I'm gonna stand on the other side of your uh, more. Yeah, more more power to the people who enjoy it. So. It's hard to. It's really hard for me to like stand on my argument because sometimes I see it and I just go, Am, "Did I miss something?" Or like, "Why doesn't this entertain me the way that you know what I mean?" And it's not like I'm like I don't think I'm objectively like right when I say, "Oh, Westworld sucks." Like. It's just my opinion. Like, I just don't think it's like, I think it's a super cool idea and there's a lot of cool concepts that they toy around with at the beginning that they don't toy around with later on in the show. But like, I don't know. There's just like, it was really hard to just like, like, like stick with. I was just kind of just, it just, yeah, I don't know. I did. I did like McPoyle in it though. He's cool. Yeah. That's random. That's so funny. I was talking to Steph Vargas on Twitter about it. I was like, she she was talking about Westworld on Twitter and went on a rant or whatever and mentioned something about Mick Poyle's character. And I was like, I like that you call him that. I do that too. Everyone does. Yeah. He just looks like Mick Poyle. He's just all I see. My sister wants you to check out her tits. They're top notch. <laughs> I haven't watched Sunny in a long time. Neither have I. It's crazy. I think they're still making it. Yeah. It's like on its like 10th season or something. It's a little too long. Man, oh man! So I'm just gonna go ahead on a limb here and say you didn't even have a take. Well, Westworld was pretty cool. Was your take? Yeah, I guess so. Sad that I didn't really consider that a take. Yeah, that's not. I kind of expect it. That's like a lukewarm take. It's just it takes one to know one. Well, it's really not a take one to know one. No, because a lot of people like Westworld. Everything I wanted to talk about, yeah, like, but no one cares if you say, "Oh, I like it a little bit." Yeah, that's not. I don't know. Take that's anyway. I feel like I'm in the silent minority of people who don't enjoy it, but I'm not so silent about it. Um. Well, well, well. I mean, I've got things, but they're all like, like none of them are just you know a little sentence package like that. Well, let's trade them off, man. Let's go. We did the two games or whatever. Let's let's. What do you got in there? What's been What's been on your mind? 
I don't know. Did you want to talk about the video game thing, or do you? Yeah, want to dude, that was a good topic. I feel like that's not something I really have to research, but you yeah, know, like no, I can, I can. That's why I'm asking yeah. you a personal question. All right. Like, I mean, now or like overall, but you can go in like chronological stages. Mm-hmm. Like, what was your favorite like video game like genre as you grew oh, up? Oh, RPGs for sure. Always like yeah, Chrono Trigger and yeah, Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy and Chrono Trigger. Those are like the two big ones. There's another one called Secret of Evermore that I think about too, that those were just like games that were so like, I would literally get lost playing in them. Like just been like, this is so cool. I'd get obsessed with the story and being like, what the fuck was going on? I'd talk to everybody, like Dude, to get as much info as I could. Like that, that first week of wow, like before we even like yeah, got our mounts. It was like, so overwhelming. That was such a, that was such an amazing, like it felt like a whole like year long lived. <laughs> yeah, it really did. In fucking blood moon. <laughs> It felt like 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 when you played that game, it felt like you were like living your life. Like, <laughs> oh, I gotta go to Orgrimmar now. That's a fucking forty five minute fucking journey. It's like going to the grocery store. Like, and if people who are like aren't really that into video games, they hear that they're like, oh, you wow. know, like who could be about that about a video game? But you've never played WoW. Yeah, because it's not a video game. You'll it's, never fucking know. It's an experience. It's, it's like it's it's entire... a fully, fully functional, fully fledged experience. It is a simulator. I dude of an entirely different world. It's so insane to think like. The game was as big as it was. Like it's it absolutely crazy. Like there's still parts of it I never saw. Like, and then every expansion, like there's there's a new world. But I mean, there's still parts in Azeroth. Like before Burning Crusade mean, even. But came I mean, out. there's like, places in Azeroth that you can't go anymore because mm-hmm. of what cataclysm happened. Now there's like lava running through. It's a super good point. Craziness, they went fucked man. up the map too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, that dude. That's a crazy game. But yeah, definitely RPGs are were growing up definitely my favorite um i i mean they probably still are like all the best games i think are like rpgs like dark souls like that's an rpg diablo is an rpg like does fallout count as an rpg i think it does but like you can only go really really one way i mean the stats after a while don't really well, like I think, change like, your experience it's, so rpg i think it's like its own category i don't know enough about like like video game categories and subcategories and shit but i think it's like a like a open world adventure game yeah. technically it's not an rpg it's you know what i mean oh there goes my phone um it's not an rpg it's like an open world adventure game where it's like you kind of then elder scrolls i feel like would be an rpg even though they're basically the same game i think in your head it sounds like rpg has a strong connotation with like knights and shit like no, it's swords just, it's just, like i feel like it's the role playing aspect yeah where you pick something at the beginning like, that's a good like, point then this they both have to be RPGs though, because yeah, they're the same game. Like Fallout, you just shoot people, and no matter what, I mean, unless you you're... could do melee. Oh, that's true. It was more realistic than Oblivion and shit, because that's like how it would be. Like people wouldn't you, be fucking you, using you bats chose, and shit. You chose between like intelligence and like speech and stuff. So Not only a lot more that, refined. it was just like it was. It was the the Rather than just magic or yeah, maze. exactly. The universe the game was set in, like it was supposed to be. It was. It's like a Earth clone essentially like it in history it splits off sometime around the 50s and yeah we, no no I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like into uh game lore but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll 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 go down the rabbit hole of fallout wikis because it's yeah it, dude. Like, the whole like branching of the timeline because instead of inventing like transistor shit which like started to shrink microchips and stuff they ran on nuclear power yeah that's why all the cars mm-hmm. when they blow are up huge are, are like are they're, they're like a, a fucking mini bomb yeah they create mushroom clouds yeah and blow them up and then, uh, yeah, it's like 2077 when all the bombs mm-hmm. drop, but they're all still stuck in the 50s because yeah. they, they go super uh, nationalistic. They go back mm-hmm. to 13 states. Yep. And then uh, they all wear fucking, you know, 
fifties white on white. You know, wow, you did polo. a lot of research on this. No, I mean it's just you just it kind of captivated you at one point. Like, yeah, like, it's yeah. probably I think New Vegas might be like my number four game of all time. Oh, dude, New Vegas is a solid pick. Like I have no gripe about New Vegas being up there. I like, mean, I played three. I've played four. I didn't uh, play four. I haven't played much of you know like the PC, the old know. fallout yeah. games. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking you played from, any. Have you played it? No, I mean, no, I'm speaking entirely any. from just like a, three games to choose from. But yeah, I am. Um, yeah, no, I mainly, totally agree. Mainly, mainly it's because we've made that drive so many times and it's exactly that drive. You come down the hill, yeah. you go through fucking, you know uh, what I just realized the other day? And I don't know how I, well, not the other day, but Sloan like, and stuff. What? no, the, maybe the last, in the last like two or three years, like the time, well, probably one of the last times I've been to Vegas, last like maybe four or five, like, um, y- you know, Helios one in New Vegas. Yeah. With all the, um, yeah. With all the sun, sun. That's uh, like an actual fucking solar, solar one. Like that's there. You drive past that. Like you yeah, no, this, like you drive past the salt flats, that little like lowered area where uh-huh. that's always like shimmering and silvery and shit. Yeah. That's, that's solar one, dude. That's a, uh, that's like a real thing. And like, yeah. I, I don't know how I didn't notice it like 10 years ago like yeah, or whatever. When, you know, like, the first time I went to Vegas, like I was like, oh, what's that? Da, da, da. I guess because you went in at night most Gene, of the time. So Gene, like, Prim, Sloan, Nipton, like they yeah. all exist. Yeah. In that little area. Henderson, I think is somewhere in there. I don't know if There's, Henderson was, but yeah, I definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, the airport was there and Nellis Air Force Base yeah. is a real place that's there. Yeah. Gene, Sloan, Prim, Good Springs or whatever. It's Good Springs a place? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It's like a little town. Um, yeah, dude, that's that's not a, that's not a bad pick at all though, because that's definitely a a super solid game. Like that stuff's cool. I think I uh, New Vegas would probably have to be my favorite one out of all those, just because, like you said, like it's just so much more relatable. Here, like it's over here on California. You don't have to go through subways Nevada. like you do in the DC. Yeah, you get to fucking walk, travel right? around out in the fucking wasteland. The fucking Fallout Three world was so fucked up. Like yeah, just, the capital city was like a like a connection of sewers and tunnels that you had to fucking. You couldn't just like walk from one end to the other. Mm. It's all fucked up. I definitely had some fun playing that game, but uh, you'd like four, dude. In Boston. Yeah, it seemed kind of complicated though. Well, you made with the trophy hunt. You made it kind of seem like it wasn't. The trophy hunt. Oh, that was just it was impossible like, to get it, or you have like settlements and shit. Yeah. That was tough. You had to build up. It's just kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. But uh, RPGs are definitely up there on. I was into sports games as a kid. Um, See, I never was. Yeah, if I ever play it now, it's like totally out of nostalgia. And I'm like, I don't really enjoy this, but I'm doing it anyway. I never really, like, when I was young, I played, like, the Ken Griffey uh, Jr. baseball game. I had a lot of fun with that. But I didn't, like, play a whole lot of games after that. Blitz, of course, was fucking fun. They're great for half. FIFA's kind of fun, but I just suck at it. They're great. Yeah, so do I. I've been playing it for seven years and I'm still terrible it's fun to like literally like watch Netflix and have that play because you can pause most of those games like anytime yeah you don't have to focus on like the narration of something that's something I never think about like when I was playing Dark Souls I was like how does he watch TV and play video games at the same time like I can't set this controller down for more than a second before I get murked like that's pretty fun Oh my god! I could, I could see the funny thing about that is is, Destiny is just so repetitive. That's, I think that's what I was playing mostly at the time. Yeah, Destiny seems like it's a lot of fun though. It is really cool. Like that's an actually an RPG. It's a first person shooting RPG. That's just strictly a multiplayer game, pretty much. Um, I mean, there is the whole like 
there's a seamless between like you yeah. can play the single player campaign and anyone can just join you and help you out at any time. It's fucking bizarre. It's a fun game. It's I've fun. honestly never really watched gameplay of it either. I just feel like it's just like Halo. It lo- it looks and feels. I mean, it's Bungie, so yeah. it looks and feels exactly like Halo. Just you like you know pick one of three classes. You have one of three subclasses, and you just have so much fun playing Halo Three. Halo Two online was a lot of fun too, but Halo Three was just like right. I was out of high school and would get fucking blown. Just play that game all night, and then Guitar Hero came out. Oh, God. I was really good at Guitar Hero. Yeah, you, not to toot my own horn, but I fucking slayed on that game. When I was in Colorado, you and like Corsad and Wookie would always be me and Corsad and Wookie. Alex would be there. Marlon was really good. Mikey K is pretty good. Like they were all pretty good. And the funny thing was, is like I wasn't like very good until I realized what very good was. And all of a sudden, like I went over to their house and they were slaying all these songs. And I was like, what the fuck? Like you can play. People can do this. Like because expert mode's like a legit thing. But it's like, I was like DDR. Like, who do you fucking know that can do that? Riley. Like, Riley can do, like, expert. Have you seen DDR? Have you ever seen Riley play DDR? No. He's super good at it. He would play. We would do, like, because you know how DDR would come in rounds of three? Yeah. And then it would, like, you know, tally up at the end. Uh-huh. So we'd do the first two songs. I'm usually, like, on, like, medium speed or, mm-hmm. like, medium difficulty. He's getting hard where he's got to do, like, the half steps and stuff like that. And every now and then, like, he uh, he would just do it on times two, you know, which means you have half the time to see the Yeah, arrows. but you have less time to, like, you know. Well, that's what I mean. It's it, Like, yeah. the arrows move so that they're on the screen half the time. Yeah. Well, they just move quicker. That's what I mean. Like, so, they're like, spaced out further. So they come faster and, and yeah. you can't see them coming. So he would do that for the first two, work up a sweat, and then on the third one, mm-hmm. he would plug in the controller, lay on the couch, and play on times eight. That's so funny. He was crazy, man. That's funny. I, I, I'm not terrible at DDR. I can't do it on expert. I can do it on like medium and shit. Like, but like when I first started playing guitar here, like I was playing it on medium, like, and I was just like kind of doing like whatever, like, and then I saw like them all play, and I was like, oh. I didn't know that that's how you were supposed to play this game. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. Like, Riley was also pretty good at Guitar yeah. Hero. So then I just started playing a bunch, and I got really fucking good. And, you know, a funny story, when I went to my uh, fantasy football draft for the season, we went to Dave & Buster's, and we did, like, the $20, $20 all-you-can-eat wings and, like, 250-credit game thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Marlon and I played fucking Dance Dance Revolution. We did three songs. We walked with these Asian guys, and they were, you know, they had towels and a bag full of water, like... <laughs> Like, it was like their gym, dude. They were playing. And Marlon and I were like, hey, can we get the next game? Because you did three songs on a credit. And they looked at us like, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> we're like, no, come on. We'll be quick. We, you know, we're, 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 we're not very good, but, you know, we'll be done fast. And uh, I'm good enough to keep the song from failing. So it was like they watched us fucking for like seven minutes just go. Mediums. Yeah. I kicked his ass. I would say that, though. I'm pretty good on medium, but I got soup. That looks bomb. What is that? Those are ribs and Texas toast. Whew, that looks good. Oh my God, look at that paper. Yeah, that man. Just... Mm, barbecue. Sorry, mm. we're watching Kansas City. Kansas City, we're watching Oakland get exposed right now. Hey, man. Um, Still 10 minutes left. Right. I mean, okay. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, let's move on. All right, so, um, all right, so we can uh, either go straight through it or you can... You know what do you want to do with Puff Puff Pass? What is well, that? so I read this thing right. If we were going to do this Puff Puff Final Cash, I read, over I read this digital. Yeah, that's all I can see right now. So, so it said no. <laughs> okay, in the UK, 
uh, vinyl album sales surpassed digital sales for the first time ever. So I was trying to look up the stats for what it's like in America and digital sales are still higher than, um, like physical sales, which includes CDs and vinyl. You know, it's hipsters that are doing like 10%. Well, so this is my question. Like with the recent infestation of hipster and hipsterisms and hipster like attitudes, dude, do you think it's possible that vinyl sales could overtake digital sales? I feel like hipster by like definition though, like will always be a, like a minority of people. I don't know, man. Most people hate hipsters. So I don't feel like most most people people are hipsters. It's like Thomas, like Thomas will say shit about hipsters, but he's the total hipster. My sister, dude, my sister mm -hmm. is obsessed with making fun of hipsters to the point where she's the one on Pinterest all the time. Like she's hip shit. Looking up wow. local fucking bake sales. I wonder how podcasting falls into the hipster, hipster spectrum. Is it a hipster thing to do? I mean, we're definitely like four years late. <laughs> All right, cool. Then we're good. Then we're like, we're, you know, fashionably late, dude. Like, we're like the lazy, like, follow yeah. hipsters. We're like the guys who sit back and wait and see, like, what trends were actually substantial and then go do those. Like, you know, like, uh, oh, that didn't last for very long. Oh, this has been around for like five years. I'm going to try this, you know? <laughs> right as it's just losing its cool and losing its appeal. I do that with music, dude. I don't know if I was really high the other night, but Circus Survive ran- randomly came on my iPod and I never listened to him before. Oh really? You yeah. Didn't that? No. So so like it's funny no. to hear something that like you know was hot cool. on the streets yeah. like a decade like, ago. This is bad. Like just be like, huh, <laughs> this is weird. I think about that a lot of times when I hear my girlfriend always calls it out too. She's like, she's like, you listen to a lot of music where the lead singer's like, like, I was like, I took a step back. I was like, you're not wrong. Like, yeah, no, I was never into the emo phase. And I liked it. I liked a lot of it. Some of it sucks. Like a lot of it sucks. But it's weird to listen to. 10 Sounds years not later. bad. You know who's remember? Remember when we um, we heard that other album, mm-hmm. the the one that like wasn't famous in high school when we were at Apparitios. We heard Panic at the Disco. We were like, wow, this is actually like oh yeah, really good. Yeah. You know what? I go back and listen to that one that was like super poppy in high school. It still holds up, dude. It's yeah, like, no, no, it's good. It's are, good. My are, girlfriend liked them. Like, like yeah. that's how I know. Like that was like okay, that was good emo or like like by comparative standards like good emo because a lot of People stuff are like that oh I play, my god the voice is annoying and i'm like well, well those songs are fucking amazing like, no they're good like they yeah they're really good he, they had a new single come out like two years ago that was still pretty good like remember when we saw coheed i do yeah i do i don't know enough about coheed though to like you know like i'd recognize like three songs they played there is this kid in my, it was weird because it was honors bio, and usually mm-hmm. if you're in honors class, like there's not a lot of cross uh, classes or c- cross grades. You, you know, have like most, fr- yeah. freshmen are are going to be in an honors bio class if yeah. it's an honors freshman bio class. So we had this one sophomore in there, and I didn't know he was a sophomore until like halfway through the year. Every single day, though, he wore a coheating Cambria sweatshirt. Oh, I, I mean, he's a skinny little white kid. Yeah, Andre. Yeah, and I had no idea like what, what kind of music it was. was. So yeah. like all like the the designs look super hardcore. So I figured they were just some like you know Swedish metal fucking yeah. death band. And then the first time I heard him, I was like, oh, this is what that guy was like repping every single day. That's kind of cute, like, right? <laughs> uh, when people are diehard Co- Coheed fans, I'm just like, really? Aww. Am I missing something here? Like, it's the same Coheed that like, that guy's like a big teddy bear. Like, oh, <laughs> he is, dude. Claudio, he's the shit. 
They did cram it on stage, though, if I remember correctly. Like, it was a solid rock show. We saw them in, what, Porcupine Tree? Porcupine, my, my favorite band of all time, open for Coheed and Cambria. Always a solid choice. And we've seen what? I feel like I've been with you to see Porcupine Tree one time, You've and then twice. Steven Wilson one time. No, it was Porcupine Tree both times. That's cool, then. We saw Coheed at the Wiltern, mm-hmm. but we saw... Um, Remember we walked in, it was like Frost the Giant or something or some some, some random weird Frost thing. Frost the Giant. I don't know. It was something super strange. Uh, but we walked in like on the like halfway through the last song and we were like, what was that? What <laughs> was that? And then twenty minutes later. Yeah, I can be people. really perturbed by some things that I hear sometimes. That was at the Club Nokia though. Yeah. And then but I saw him at Coachella the for the first oh, time. Oh, wasn't that wasn't the guy who was like wearing a top hat and shit? Yeah, it was weird. He was like six six, but he looked like a yeah. he looked like a tranny. Like it was it was a weird was strange, thing going strange, on. Strange, 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 strange. And he was playing like really like, or he wasn't playing any, playing anything. I think he was just yelling into the microphone. Like no, I remember there being some kind lyrics. of weird like theme he had going on that was just kind of hard to like get behind and support. Anyway, I'll look it up at some point. I'll it's be like, who who opened for Porcupine Tree? Were you with me when we went and saw that one fool like who was kind of like Andrew WK just rock out on the piano? Something in the business, I think, is what they oh, were Oh, J. Roddy Walston in the business. Yeah. my si- they're, they're actually my sister's like favorite band now. They were pretty good. That dude was straight humping his grand piano. Yeah. Like, like making sweet he, love to he was like He was like a kind of pudgy, like rolly, you know, dude. And in a, a white t-shirt. He had a cra- crazy hair, crazy beard, like just all around salad yeah. mess on his head. But oh, yeah. Like, he would just... Make sweet fucking love to grinding the piano. in his stool, like <laughs> as he's playing it, and he kept having to like adjust, adjust his stool because it was because getting just, away from him. He was just humping that Dude, fucking yeah. piano. So that was hard. some pretty sexual piano. Playing. Jay Roddy Walson in the business though, they're pretty good. Yeah, I've never listened to him since we saw them, but they, they I always for, think about that. They opened for Wolf Mother. Yeah, and that was that was we were waiting for. Wolf we Mother. saw Wolf Mother. That's what I mean. That's that's what show that was. Yeah, and it was at the House of Blues. Yeah. in downtown Disney. And at Downtown Disney, the House of Blues, about to see Wolf Mother, George Lopez randomly walks on stage, yeah. drunk as hell, what? going, guys, are you ready to see fucking Wolf Mother? And we were like, what is it? Like, half the people cheered, and the other half of the people were looking around like, why is George Lopez... Is this what George Lopez does on his free time? Like, does he just show up at random rock concerts and just cheer on the main act? I have a feeling like no one told him to go up and do that, and he like he was just there partying. He found like, a mic, yeah. And was he like, was like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the house and blues and party tonight. I'm kind of, I kind of into. I'm gonna this use band. my clout to get into the fucking, you know, VIP. I'm gonna fucking get lit, and then I'm gonna just go on stage. That's I just how remember, I do it. I remember him like. I'm George Lopez, bitch. Over cursing, like he 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 said fucking way too many times for how short of the time he had the mic. For 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 it being Wolf Mother and Disney, <laughs> yeah. They were probably like, George, you did it again. You have a show on ABC, sir. Think of the families, George. Think of the families. But, um. All right, sorry. So, um, can vinyl ever overtake digital in the U.S.? Probably Are you not. puff passing or cashing on that? I'll pass it. Oh, I'm you're not, not going to cash I'm it? I'm not entirely sure. No. I'm, I don't yeah, have a strong take about yeah, this. Yeah, it's kind of a dangerous because position all, to take. Because you don't know, man. After Trump, I can't, I can't, uh, ever, um, downplay what i you know the power of some random group that i think is a small group that may turn yeah out that's a really good point much bigger than i isn't that really funny i was Hamsters. who was i trying to tell about this somebody just like everything that i was exposed to during that election pointed to the fact that like trump's unfit there's no way he can win this country can't allow him to win so i was just like yeah totally how how is it even close? Like, you know, how is, and then he fucking like won 
and not by a small margin of victory either. I was all of a sudden well, just electorally, like, but you know, yeah, I was just kind of just like, wow, I live in a, like a little tiny bubble, yeah, like dude. a little tiny bubble like, where if you look back at like our like people always talk about how they can't go on Facebook because they have like all their racist friends in their past. We really didn't. Like, no, <laughs> everyone at Troy was really chill. Yeah, at <laughs> least in our class, really open minded. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can't really think of anybody I know who's a total fucking shit scumbag except for like Jeremy Van Eyck. Like, yeah. But like he and Josh Comfort. He's not in like a racist way. They're just, you know, scumbags yeah. in a general way. If any of Josh Comfort's homeboys are listening, I'm sorry. Please don't kill me. Nah, fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him and his ugly baby. Oh, man. That's hater. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, but none of the people that we grew up with are really, like, terrible. Like, Bobby's, like, the worst one. And Bobby's, <laughs> like, is, like, his, his like... Bobby's actually super liberal, which is funny. Yeah, he as was much, he was really upset when Trump won. As much, I was as much as very he's, perplexed by that. As much as he's like rock flag yeah. and eagle and like oh yeah American bandana and stuff. Totally, I think he's afraid of what black people are gonna do. <laughs> he's worried for his safety. You're gonna knock my glasses off so quick. You're gonna fucking take my cracker ass out. Call me a peckerwood. Bobby, we do that. Yeah. I gotta say something about being called a peckerwood is pretty terrible. Like right. it just is like. When was the last time I'm you were sorry. called a peckerwood? I've never been called a peckerwood. So, but I hear other people being called peckerwoods in movies and shit and TV, and it just seems like it's such a from, brutal way from to what century? So From what century are they being called peckerwood? Probably the twentieth. <laughs> it's you, probably not been since the nineties. Are you watching? This shit. Are you watching Mr. Ted's VHS collection to find all? No, the No, he doesn't own a VHS a VHS player anymore. Is he digital? Does he have like a... He's like all a, dig, man. Does he have like an app, like iTunes... Uh, he has an iPad, bro. Does he have like a collection of movies that he watches? No. Probably? He watches fucking HBO or film TV. aficionado. He doesn't know jack shit. He can't pronounce names. Like what? Okay. Name a person that you know he knows, and I'll see if I can guess what I've heard him say the last name as. Like the most obvious one for me is Thomas Cosina. <laughs> and I always ask him, What's Thomas's last name? Oh, uh, uh, Kosagan. <laughs> it's like not even close. Nick Closeri was Closeris. <laughs> like he routinely referred to Nick Closeri because Closeri's dad was the mayor of Fullerton at one point. He yep. routinely referred to Closeri as Closeris. Like not Nick Closeri, just Closeris. Does he say Hanshi correctly? I don't think he's ever said Eric's last name. <laughs> Eric's got a strange last name. It's got a lot of consonants in a row. It's like N-T-S- German and Asian. Like, yeah. Like N-T-S-C-H all in a row. It's not even that. It just seems like, like it's like. Uh, if you think you're leaving out letters, you're not. Like, yeah. Include them all. <laughs> it looks like two languages. Like it to me, like Hans and Chi. Like. It is weird. I wonder what its origins are. Right. I always think this, and I'm, Zane, I'm I never like really ever said it out loud, but I always think with Eric's last name, I'm like, it sounds like such a mutt last name. Like, like they made it up. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Not to be like a total asshole. My like, name is uh, Hanchowitz. Uh, you're, you're, you're Hanchy now. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh as hard as I did at that. That's so bad, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Hanchowitz. You're, you're Jones now. Yep, you are. Uh, yeah. The Hanchies, you say? Yes, close enough. No, no, that's not it. I, I've already written it down. I don't have an eraser. Hanchowitz. I don't think he's Jewish. This is 1910, man. I don't have a fucking eraser. He's Hanchowitz or Ooh. Polish or Hanchski. Like, that's Hanchki? probably what it was. Yeah, it was probably Hanski. Yeah. 
Hanski. He's probably Norwegian, dude. He's, he's probably fucking uh like some kind of Scandinavian. Polish, dude. I wonder. I don't know. He says he's German. He's not German. Maybe like Austrian. Like a little Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's on the pump. Um, my dad my dad invited me to uh Austria? Ski in Austria and I didn't want to go. No, he didn't. Why didn't you go? I would have been all over that. Can't remember what I was doing. We went to Aspen that one time. Yeah, that place is dope. Dude, Aspen was pretty fresh. Now we could go there without our card. Just buy all the weed. Just buy all the free weed you want. Not free weed. Free weed. <laughs> but just give it to you. Aspen's cool, but it's not that cool. <laughs> not, no place is that cool. <laughs> and, uh, uh, dude, no, I really want to talk about this, this, this next one. The zero. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just give you. I'll just give you a little bit of a background on it. So I was just yeah. scrambling through Reddit one day to, at work. Like that's just what I do when I'm bored. That's like cool. at work, I just just go on Reddit. It's not that cool. <laughs> it's overrated, I would say, right now. Dude, you're so cool. You're on the cutting edge of society right no, now. No, I'm a fucking. The, I'm the a fact fucking that you go zit to, on my company's ass. The that's fact just that waiting you go to go to Reddit to pass the time. I've never heard yeah. of that before. Man, I, oh my god. <laughs> I could go on for days about my job and how much I hate it. And it's not a bad job. I just, it's just, it just sucks to me. It it just sucks. Like this is what my life is going to be like. This sucks. Like this is terrible. Like this is so bad. But anyway, so I was looking for, looking for things that were interesting to talk about. And I guess the, the thing that I'm realizing is that the the notes that I'm making aren't really directed. Like, so, you know, but I'm just trying to like literally throw as much on the wall as I can to see what sticks. And I came across this article that kind of just um, dives into like the history of the idea of zero, like zero in early, early, early history wasn't a thing. Like they, they, they stumbled across this concept and it starts as early as uh, I wanted to say it was like the seventh century, uh, Hindu or Indian proto Hindu, or I don't cause the thing is I'm not an expert on history. I don't know how long this, how long ago this took place, but they came up with this concept, uh, that they called like Shunya, which was basically stood for the absence of numbers, which is what eventually became zero. And, uh, the article was kind of like making connections between the, the, the concept of zero and kind of legitimizing like debt. Like if zero exists, then you could go into negative numbers. And with that, the advent of that, like people could, you know, start talking about credit and governmentation and it got so, so serious that it led to like a lot of fraud, like the ability to manipulate documents somehow. And it didn't really say like creating like a new number, like a new concept of a number. So. It's said to encourage fraud due to its easily alterable shape. That was the thing. So you could take a zero and then put a line under it and it looks like a nine or oh, put a line over it and it looks like a six. Weird. Yeah. So what was really interesting to me is that in 1299 Florence, um, they banned it. They banned zero and a couple of other Arabic numerals because that's what all of algebra is based on was Arabic fucking, um, the, the, you know, it was Arabic designed and invented like they fucking perfected that shit and uh so yeah florence banned it in 1299 and it didn't become widely accepted again until like the 15th century so like the 1400s people are fucking just working without zero yeah doing math and fucking sailing across the globe without 
the idea of zero. Like that was really strange to me. Um, Widely accepted though. I have a feeling scholars and mathematicians. They were, were fucking preaching that like, shit. Like Galileo, uh, like, like you idiots. Like you guys, we need this. Yeah. It's a whole like number. Come on, you fucking dummies. It's an integer. Yeah, you gotta understand. That's how this shit works. Um, so obviously, like as I touched on before, it's a gateway to negative numbers, which legitimizes debt and then money lending and that kind of. It, it makes it it turns math into a concept rather than just like counting stones. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you could have less than any stones yeah. and owe people stones, yep, and that's yep. kind of like how you know that that concept kind of came into play. Abstracts, uh, yeah, money a little bit, and uh, historically it you know dividing by negative numbers is what like the whole basis of calculus is and so it led to a a super super useful form of math so it seems i've never taken calculus or done any kind of calculus math and so it's, i can't really say it's so hard but, but but a lot of it is you know taking functions and crazy you know set equations with variables yeah. in it and making it equal zero and then solving for you know variables whatever and stuff. it is yeah. but a lot of times you can find the value of variables when making something equal zero. I was really fucking bad at math. And I don't know if it was because I was just bad at math or it just took a lot of patience to memorize shit and do it all the time. Like, to, in order to be good at math, like, you literally have to do it. Like, I really like zero, though. I, yeah. Uh, because it it made this whole, when I was reading, what was I reading? I think it was, like, Angels. Have you ever read Angels and Demons? No, not where, all the way through. Where they talk about... If I'm being totally honest. Because there's a thing called dark matter, and I'm not quite sure what that is. Yeah. But there's antimatter. Wow. Which is, like, conceptually, I can't fathom what the fuck it means. Uh-huh. But It's like the in-between between something and nothing. It's the opposite of matter. And people right. would think, like, the opposite of matter is nothingness. But that's not... But the the opposite of... I mean, if, if, if we're talking binary, the opposite of one is zero, because there's only two options. Yeah. But... In the scope of numbers, the opposite of one isn't zero. It's negative one. So zero is like its whole thing. Right. Zero in terms of like space is exactly that. Empty space. Yeah. So you have to think of like what the fuck negative matter would be. How weird is that? My mind is not broad enough to like begin to understand. Do you touch it and your finger like just goes away? Like, it disappears. Like, what happens? It disappears. Like, what's but the, is it a hole like in matter? Like that's what that's, I mean. Like how know? like what's the different like how, what's the separation? What's that that little event horizon between where you're like either in space a thing or, or in matter thing. or like touching the non matter. Like what the what the antimatter. We're gonna find out that there's fucking thirty six dimensions. And antimatter will be not even a thing anymore. We've already talked about be... this. Aristotle was the greatest mind of his time, and he was wrong about nearly everything. Yeah. Stephen Hawking might he's, be the same. He's going to be wrong about everything. Yeah. In 100 years, they're going to be like, what a fucking idiot. But thanks. You people believed him. Thanks, bro. You you, you got us here. Yeah. I stood on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. That was basically my little... Uh, <laughs> Only they're calling them idiots. <laughs> we stood on the shoulders of idiots. Still on the shoulder of a fucking cripple in a wheelchair. <laughs> Uninformed douchebags <laughs> that beat their wives. Oh, he went the domestic violence route. Well, hey, I've actually never seen Theory of Everything, but that's what I hear is like the down. The Theory of Everything? Oh, the Stephen Hawking thing? Yeah. Is he just a chronic woman abuser? Yeah, he was. Like, and or like, like even like verbally and mentally and stuff. Like, he was still a dick to his wife. He would like cheat on her and stuff when he was like halfway in his wheelchair. Can you imagine getting your dick up with no leg function? Like, that'd be weird. It'd be dope. What? <laughs> It'd be dope. All right. I guess. I mean. 
series is interesting. I just got a text from my girlfriend's mom, and my girlfriend's dad asked her if, uh, basically in a text, quote unquote, hi, Eric wants to know if he smokes cigars. I'm thinking maybe getting some cigars for Christmas. Do you smoke cigars? No. <laughs> I don't. They're but they're cool things to have. They're awful. Yeah, they're really bad. I So when I got my job at Pinnacle, I was like celebrating because it was like it's going to pay me, you know, $45,000 a year. And uh, so I smoked a cigar that I had gotten like two weeks earlier from somebody. And I was like, oh, cool. And it was not even like a full cigar. It was like a little like tiny cigar. And, uh, dude, I felt so sick afterwards. I was just like, oh, my God. For, for like my first two weeks out in Colorado when I had no friends. Yeah. And I didn't know like where to get weed yet. And I wasn't even a pothead yet. Like I just, I knew I liked smoking and I had only done it that summer before. So when yeah. I got out there, like I went to, uh, you know, tobacco shops and I would buy like mm-hmm. cheap, but like thick cigars and I would buy it. Like I buy wine today. I just, Oh, that looks cool. Oh yeah. I like that. That's <laughs> honestly, I'm act like I know a lot about wine, but I don't, I pick the label. that looks the most interesting or whatever has the highest uh, alcohol percentage. I don't even look at that. I, I, I look at, I like cool names. If it's 12.5, get the fuck out of here. It's gotta be at least 13 and a half. It's anyway, be dry motherfucker. But I would walk around campus like at night smoking a stogie thinking I was like having a great time. And I was just like, this tastes awful. And my hands reek and my clothes reek and my mouth reeks. And yeah. then I finally like made friends and they knew people they that had weed. And I was like, to pot. This is a lot better. You know what? I've had both now, and I can say pot's a good thing. Tobacco blows. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Whether Funny or not, enough, whether or not you agree, weed is a good thing or not. Tobacco is assuredly terrible. Well, speaking of somebody who doesn't agree that weed is a good thing, um, Trump. He's not. He's not down with the weed. Making power moves. It's not so much that he's not down with the, the weed, but he elected uh, Senator Jeff Sessions. To be an attorney general As the attorney general I'm not 100% sure how the position works um, Well there's two There's definitely not two ends in general Hey man Wow <laughs> you're just gonna put me on a roaster like I that mean, I mean you wrote three more pages than I did So look, I, can't, I look, can't say much. I was just jamming through it I was working at the time Like it's not gonna be perfect It's not gonna be perfect but Anyway uh, Jeff Sessions is attorney general Has got a long aggressive history Opposing marijuana and he's on record as saying that he thought the KKK was okay until he found out they smoked pot. How? Let me just. That's a, that's a very loaded like like claim, because uh, how, how does he know the KKK smokes pot? And I highly doubt that the KKK like smokes pot on the reg. The, there was there was a multitude of questions that went right through my mind when I read this quote, but. I can't, I just, it's so hard for me to just like read this and not laugh. He thought the KKK was okay until I found out they smoked pot. Like who told him or what happened? Like how did he come to this conclusion? Like KKK, is it a known fact that the KKK endorses weed? Like is that a thing? I was at a party. Oh my God. It was going great. Yeah. And then they pulled out some weed and I was like, you know what brothers? You guys are not as cool as I thought you were. Yeah. I'm out of here. That's so weird to me, dude. Like, how? You hippies. Man. Yeah, that's strange. I, I don't understand. I didn't know that was a thing. But, um. I like how you capitalize pot. Like, it's like, like we're in, it's like. It's a proper noun. Or, like, like we're reading Candide and, like, truth is capitalized. And, or ben, Benjamin Franklin's writing Buzzwords. stuff. Buzzwords. 
that's funny. Any abstract noun is capitalized. Yeah. That's what they used to do. Um, you should really challenge me and ask me what his long and aggressive history opposing marijuana entails. And I will definitely squirm because I didn't do a lot of research. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't going to go there. If I don't see him, the yeah. paper, I'm not going to ask you further. It's details. just, it's just kind of like, like where did he say this though? Do you know like where that came from? So it was a quote and it looks like a politico.com is an article that they ran. So either somebody's engaging in some yellow marijuana. journalism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they're saying is that people are afraid of obviously pot supporters in states that it's been legal and are in recently legalized. They're worried right. because it's going to Trump's about that money. And it's been shown that like weed makes so, you bank. This is something that I really actually am kind of into. And it's been sort of the backing for all the stuff that I've found interesting since we first started doing this. And that's what is the bank's interest? Is that tied to the pharmaceutical companies? Because the pharmaceutical companies don't want this shit to be legal at all because their product becomes rendered useless. So they're already super so overpriced pills. If Trump is in line with where the money's at, where is the money? That's true. You know what I'm saying? This that's something I find totally interesting. That's true because if you look at the history of billionaires, um, they've always been opposed. Yeah, totally. Hearst fucking, you know. Well, that's because the product that he fucking wanted was not the product that was the better option. So he fucking releases bullshit ass propaganda that said that hemp was garbage and it wasn't fucking going anywhere and his product was better. And somehow that clout was enough to fucking make yeah. people believe that he was right. That's true. You usually don't, if you already have all the money, you're not looking for a way to, uh, get more more so than you're just making sure no one else can make it. But I think that's a real thing too, is that like, like all these people that he's bringing in are, are business people. Like they're not fucking, you know, political geniuses or political experts, like lifetime politicians. You see, he hired Vince McMahon's wife. He likes, he just likes those tits, (laughs) but no, but he's bringing in all these people who are, who are business savvy. And that's like, that's like business one one Like, there are people who legitimately, I think, like have like a desire to just have more and more and more and more and more. Like most normal people, I feel like get an uh get to a point and they're satisfied. Yeah. Like they're like, oh yeah, this is I can live comfortably. They like, do I say don't... they do say um the difference between happiness after seventy thousand dollars a year is like negligible. Yeah, yeah, it's detrimental to your health almost because um, if it takes more time or more energy to. I remember there was a Gladwell chapter in one of his books uh-huh. about. Uh, did I, did I, did we talk about this IQ threshold? How did we talk about this or on the podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we haven't talked about no. this IQ threshold yeah. where it's like I think it's like one thirty or one forty or something. Where once you reach a certain IQ, like it's moot point after that. It, it's it it's more about your ambition and ethic and all that yeah. stuff after that. But super so you can have you know super once you get to a certain level of genius, they're just as likely to be you know. A high school teacher as they are you know that guy's prolific ceo he's written a lot of profound and prolific shit yeah, um, um the chiefs just won by eight that sucks the raiders uh got exposed by the best team in the nfl it looks like they're they now have the same record and the chiefs have beat them twice yeah fucking kansas city but um i like how no one ever talks about the chiefs because like it's, it's in a bullshit ass market no but i mean like you know there's the whole indians chief wahoo thing there's the washington redskins that everyone hates but 
the chiefs because they don't actually have like a mascot. It's well, just the, the arrowhead. Was a legit thing. Like, and the, and the chief is like, yeah, it's like it was calling, an honorable position. It's like, like calling in uh like West yeah. Virginia Mountaineers. Like you're not calling them the the bearded white guys. You're the calling fucking, them the Mountaineers. Yeah, the fucking right. hillbillies. You're calling them the fucking. You know what I mean? They're a thing. You're not painting a fucking character of them the, that uh, looks racially charged. Like I mean, calling someone the chiefs is just like calling some of the generals. There's nothing you know offensive. Yeah, really about that it. one makes sense to me though. Like that the chiefs not getting any shit for that yeah. because it's like the chiefs were a legit thing. You're not but disgracing it, him But at it all. makes like, sense that people are, or, I mean, it kind of adds to the thing uh-huh. where people are like, oh, you're just oversensitive. You just look for anything to get, you know, offended by. But no one's offended by Chiefs. Yeah. Clearly, Chiefs something isn't offensive. That's what in, I mean. In its core. Like, that's what, so, so it kind of just speaks yeah. to the point that people aren't just picking these things randomly. Well, know? no one like, is offended by the name Indians. It's, no, the, it's, mascot. it's the mascot. It's the mascot but that's, you red, know what I mean? Redskins is definitely like. Redskins is offensive, but no name. one's offended by. The mascot. No, no. Like, you know what I mean? The symbol. Because it's, it's a very it's the word. Like, the word is a, you know, a racial slur. It's got skin. It's got a color and a skin. I the- I don't know, man. I I really, race talk makes me really nervous because I'm white. It's and a, it's everything style. I say is going to be fucking. It was just an observation about the about, about three different sports. Games. Yeah. No. And I like it. I like talking about it. I just, I get very timid though, because I'm afraid that if I say anything, I'm going to be misconstrued as a racist. Because like, what can I say? You can agree with somebody. Such and are, if you disagree though, it's just like, you're racist. Why are you disagreeing with me? Such like, are the times. Yeah. And no, it's tough. It's tough to be. Uh, My race is tall. My race is tall. Yeah, that's 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 my ethnicity. That's what I'm going with. Oh, oh well, I'm, just, I'm average then. I stand. My with, race is average. I stand with the giants. My race is bald. When people are like white or black, which are you? I stand. You have, uh, I stand with the frost giants. You have tall people privilege. <laughs> we stand in the corner. Yeah, and you say, have white people privilege and tall people privilege. We we hold two people by the scruff of yeah. their necks and say, "Calm down." <laughs> you hold them together. Hold them away from each other while they're swinging their fists. Boys, boys. Boy. Small children, children. That's that's uh. These differences are petty. Yeah, I'm curious to know how Jeff Sessions got to racially charged. Uh, oh, you interjected with the the, the Chiefs thing, Chiefs but also being. he does say that the KKK um is cool until they smoke pot. So there's that means that he he is more okay. He's more against pot than he is racism. Yeah. He's more <laughs> not just racism, but like you know, like like hate violent, crimes and shit. Racism. Yeah, yeah, like uh, prejudice and shit like that. He's he's more against pot. I thought the KKK were some good guys until yeah. they found out they smoked weed. You said there's this other one: good people don't smoke pot. Like that's another quote from him. Uh, yeah, that was something that he's also quoted as saying that good people don't smoke pot. That's a pretty lame thing when a lot of people are like, you know, oh, you, you I can't believe you like, you know, yeah, need this thing. I don't. Well, have you ever tried it? No, of course not. <laughs> Man, I realized that you have to do a lot of research on stuff to know what exactly is going on. Yeah. And it's like, you can't just spout anecdotes. Because all of a sudden you find yourself going, wow, why? Like, why anything? Why this? Why that? Why this? Why that? And I'm looking here down at the notes, and the next note after the Jeff Sessions thing is the man who loves to dolphin. <laughs> oh, no. Man loves to dolphin. It's And I was trying my I totally best. knew what you meant because you had said earlier that, like, a man made love to a dolphin. So I just added man made love to dolphin. 
somehow yeah. but man loves to dolphin in quotes it's, i love dude, it's the only header in quotes i wish and i thought i was wrong so 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 let's just go back one hip-hop history you remember that two takes one to no one three puff pass cash four we talked about the concept of zero we skipped number five went to six jeff sessions all of those plainly typed number seven in quotes man loves to dolphin that is the name of a documentary about a man fucking a dolphin. That's actually the, the name. name is "Man Loves a Dolphin," that's and that's why I said I wish I was wrong that's here. That's not a typo. It's not you. a typo. Wow. I was I wasn't high when I re- researched this. I like, could have sworn that was just like the worst fuck up of all time. No, it's not. Oh man, it's definitely not. It's way less entertaining. You would think, right? You would think it would be, but honestly, I watched three it's minutes a documentary so you so yeah. this wasn't some random youtube video that you found this was legit well like, it's a 15 film. minute documentary so someone put this together like with their name on it somebody edited this guy it's a candid interview where this guy is talking about making love to a dolphin like so the fucking guy, a dolphin the guy who created the video is not the guy who also made love to the dolphin this i'm not sure it would be a re- it wouldn't surprise me if he was but this guy legit. I have a feeling if you were fucking dolphins, you wouldn't want to like tell everybody about it. No, you're wrong. In an you're wrong. Fashion. Have you ever fucked a dolphin? No. This guy looks turned the fuck out. He has got nothing but. He's singing the praise of fucking dolphins. Like, how detailed was this? Like, I mean, I don't want to get into so, them. So I didn't like, watch the whole thing, but he's literally he's not saying he took his cock out and fucked the dolphin in the pussy, but he is saying that. She was very romantic with so me. So it's just the interview. It's not, you, you. You didn't actually watch a video of a guy fucking a dolphin. No. Okay. Because because the way you set it up, I was oh. like, you watched 15 minutes of a guy. No. Fucking Are a you kidding dude? me? God no. I, I was. I mean, you said you were on Reddit. I was on shit, tour. No. <laughs> shit dude. goes down on Reddit. Shit does go down on Reddit, but nobody's fucking dolphins. Okay. Like, I, I feel. Holy I feel shit. like I can look you in the eye again. Wow. I know. I trust me, dude. I would not. I mean, maybe for like five seconds, I'd be like, what the fuck? And then get really weirded out. But no, this wasn't a video of a guy you fucking like, a dolphin. It's only 15 minutes, dude. Just watch it. I'm like, um, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. This is kind of a. I don't watch human porn for that long, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not watching the right stuff then. But no, yeah, this guy, I would legit. I'm going to go back and watch this when I have the time because it's only 15 minutes. But this guy literally is going into detail about multiple sexual encounters he had with the same dolphin. Oh, so this is a monogamous relationship. Well, guy, I'm it, not, I don't know if the dolphin was fucking other dolphins, but... What do you think this guy's more into? Dolphins or this dolphin? This particular... That's something that somebody in the comments like raised a question. Like He was legit in love with this dolphin. attraction like, to the dolphin? Yeah, he was attracted to this dolphin. He's a legit zoophile. Yeah, man. Like he was, but he fucked the dolphin multiple times. And he was talking about one time, like he got caught. But that's the thing. Dolphins are really intelligent. So I have a feeling like. Mm -hmm. Well, there's this female researcher that was like studying dolphins for a long time. And she discovered that by jacking the dolphins off, they would like be more motivated to to do shit. To the person or in general? Uh, Just in general. Like they were more. Do Do you think they like recognize like who had, you know, pleasured them? That would be weird. I, I bet they do. I bet they're smart enough to know, like, oh, this bitch jacks me off. Like, <laughs> you, 
you know like i don't yeah like no, my dog knows when i feed it like no they're really smart that's what i mean like it's not crazy for me to think like they see her coming around they're like oh she's gonna jerk me off like 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 like, like, like some studies like indicate that like dolphins and whales could easily have just as complicated uh like societal like interactions that we have yeah. like obviously they don't have like government and you know written language and stuff but like they could be just as sophisticated like you know relationship wise interacting with each other as we do as we are huh don't th- i mean they're so smart it's scary and they have all those like clicks and like weird noises yeah. but a lot of people believe that like telepathy is like a they is, cry and shit is a, is a possibility yeah like emoting without like making any kind of noise noise and that's the thing you can see when someone's like that was a cool thing about the enders game series because they talk about a uh, different spe- like alien species and like they say like you know like this this thing was excited so it did like a weird thing where it like jumped and like scratched its belly but like you're like that's a weird thing to like it's a weird way to show excitement but like you can see anxiety like on a human you know right. without him saying anything so we've learned to pick up on like weird, I hate to uh weird little cues and stuff. say that Copeland was right about affect but yeah she no, might have been right about affect you can absolutely like see when somebody's sad and without them saying anything or even like crying mm-hmm. just you can see yeah. it on people's faces if you've ever been in a relationship with somebody for a long enough time you can you can almost instantaneously tell if they're pissed at you or not. You know, or you know when they're like distant and like inside their own head. And yeah, shit and just yeah. And it doesn't take very many cues, oh, and they're all can subtle. You, can like, you tell me what's on your mind? No, you you pretty much figure it out. You're yeah. just trying to break the silence of that point right. by asking anything. <laughs> yeah, and if you're with somebody for a long enough time, you you need literally zero cues to tell. Like all of a sudden, a weird, at least for me, like a weird like sensation comes over me where i know like oh she's upset with me like you know and it's you know it's not always like immediately after something happens like and it's not always something that like you know like there's you all i always know when i do something that may piss her off you know what i mean and sometimes it's just like i'm i thought this was a better way or like i thought this is what you asked me like sometimes i legitimately like mishear her or misunderstand what exactly she means and she may not show it right away but then we'll be sitting on the couch and I'll ask her a question and it's just kind of like, you know, I get like a half-ass lukewarm answer and I'm like, oh, she's upset at me. Like, <laughs> she was pissed about that. Like, Do you have to like keep a tally to like go like, was it, was it bad? No. One? Was it like. Was no. It and I feel like like that's kind of like something that, you know, the reason the reason the relationship has lasted so long is that I, because I kind of just I have a short memory. Like I, I just no intentionally though, like I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I don't think like, oh God, it drives me nuts when you fucking do this. And yeah. I like, remember it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, you know, I just forget shit. Like I, cause I, cause I could do enough of that. Like I do enough things that piss her off. Like, you know, I'm, I can be pretty inconsiderate sometimes, pretty selfish and just, I can sometimes just get really bitchy, like, and just say fucking just mean shit. Like just because like, yeah. So it's like, you know, I do shit like that too, but she, she's like that. She'll, she'll keep the fucking tally. She knows, oh, if I do it this way, you get pissed. And I'm just like, maybe just that one time. Like, it just would have been a combination call, of things. Call like, me on a wrong day. Yeah, or just after the wrong, like, after I was sitting in traffic or something, and you asked me a question I just don't like answering. Like, 
you know yeah, not, so, yeah sometimes people like attribute when you're in a good mood to like something that you enjoyed talking about that day so they yeah. they associate like oh this guy is really into this and i'm like no i was just i was just going off on one day yeah those people that like only bring up the same two things every time they see you for like a year because they think that's like what you're really into. And I'm like, that just happens to be what we were talking about the then, one, the day we yeah. met. <laughs> I don't think about when I was younger and like most of the times I'd be like, you know, just kind of like an energetic person, like always laughing and like singing and stuff. Like, and if I wasn't doing that for more than five minutes, somebody's always like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And they're like, because well, I'm not fucking bouncing off the walls for one second. There's something wrong. Like, they used to irritate the shit out of me. My girlfriend still does it from time to time. Like, yeah, there's no quicker way to uh, piss someone off than, are you mad? Like, I've always wrong? believed this. No, I'm mad now. Like, yeah. oh, someone's in a bad mood. No, I wasn't, but I am now. Like, you brought the beast out. My mom's really good at fucking doing that shit. She's really good at saying, like, oh, fine. Like, Self, and self-actualizing. Geez, uh, someone's in anger. a bad mood. And then all of a sudden, I am. Like, it's just it's like a fucking keyword. It's like open sesame. I just fucking lose my mind. When usually you're so stubborn and rebellious about everything, you say I'm mad immediately. I I'm agree. Like, you're right. Well, you're being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just flip out. All right, and everybody, that was the topic. Man loves to dolphin. <laughs> oh, I like the podcast, Bobby, that uh, came out there. Well, it's just funny that like I was moving on, and I'm like, wait, that was that we started that with the dude fucking a dolphin. And, yeah, and that's how that came in. Relationship problem, affect and shit. <laughs> Fucking dolphins, dude. Copeland was right. It really is just so universal. It's ominous. Emotional. It's om- ominous. Like, it's everywhere. Like, I wrote, just fucking I wrote that paper about sports and, like, emotion. And stuff. I was really bad in that class. I can, I can, I was, I could go into a whole thing about why we love uh, sports because it's, like, an equal playing field and it's, like, the one time in life that everyone's, like, allowed to, you know, play by the same rules and start from zero. Yeah. But, and then there's the whole thing where I say, uh, as Americans, we're competing on the same stage as like Costa Rica, and we're saying, "Oh, it's an equal playing field." <laughs> like, come on, it's not. It can't be. No, just because we're both started zero zero does not mean it's equal. No, we're better than you. Yeah, but that gets into the whole thing where like performance enhancing. Like people say, it's just like steroids and you know amphetamines and stuff. But like dudes get corrective like laser eye surgery all the time. Yeah, and why is that? You know, okay, fair because you're supposed to have eyes that work and they shouldn't need any like you know you can't make them better but the that's something you're born with just like yeah. someone can be born with amazing like you know speed and athleticism yeah someone can i guess be it doesn't it doesn't make you any better i shitty guess eyes right? yeah you know it doesn't make it if you're all of a sudden you're as good as like that's because i think there's really no like there's no enhancement you can do to your eyes in so far as like you know once you get to 2020. Yeah. Getting, having an edge, like, you know what I mean? And if somebody you can is, never go further with it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like there's kind of like a plateau that you I just can, can't get better than fucking soul, bro. I can read your mind. <laughs> yeah. Like you can get, you can't really get past a certain point with vision, but you can with like endurance. And you know, yeah. like if you're, there's a whole threshold thing, taking yeah. fucking performance enhancing drugs and you know, like look at history. Like when you watch sports, old ass sports like football like it was a bunch of scrawny dudes and then they got bigger and stronger and faster and even when you like watch the olympics like they're breaking records every fucking time well, like it's funny though because like they're they're breaking speed records every time but yeah no one's throwing a baseball any faster you know well i mean nolan ryan was like you know set that 
edge. Yeah, but Nolan Ryan wasn't. I mean, in the relative scheme of things, wasn't that long ago. I guess, but I feel when like you compare him to the likes of like you know fucking. They say Walter Johnson, you know, fucking through gas. Pride of Pride of Fullerton. What up? Um, he Big Walt J. They say you know, what did they call him? Was it? It was the big something. Dirty anyway. Willie. I <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> They say he threw like 100 miles an hour. And that was like 1910. Yeah, but I mean, like, look at guys like Chap. Like, Chap fucking's throwing 105, like 102 average. Like, and it's no thing. Like, a guy only pitches 19 times a game. But, you know, remember when Troy Percival was a big deal? He threw 102. No, he didn't. Yeah, he could. Percy never got over like 98. Percy could throw that hard. He totally could. I'm pretty sure Percy could throw that hard. Dude, I think you're like before like ten years ago, no, no one, one really one, threw over hundred miles. Except hour. for Nolan Ryan. Like he was the one famous one. He was just a monster, that guy. And, and now, then if you tried to fight him, he'd kick your ass. Now like a third of the relievers in the in the league can throw hundred. They can all throw hundred. I remember crazy. like uh when we were playing in high school with the Abbott kids. Yeah. And like Lance is a really good pitcher, but Trent just threw fucking gas. So, like he was fucking stupid strong. Yeah, he just had dumb strength. He just threw fucking heat, dude. We'd be like taking BP against him, and he'd just throw a fucking ninety-two mile an hour fastball in there, and, and, just, and then he'd just barely swing, and the ball would just just fly, dude. Oh, God, that Damn, look at this accident. Yes. Holy shit! Oh my God, this dude is fucked. So the entire the six oh five. So it's reduced to one lane. The, the the shipping container is like on its side, but the entire like thing that the guy sits in looked like it was disintegrated. Like it had melted. That was crazy. But look how bad this jam is. Dude, he he literally took the entire way or like the entire Oh my god, that's like a gas fire. Wow. Yeah, he's taking up like all four lanes. That's crazy. That fool dead. He oh. got killed. Unless he got thrown from the wreckage. And then he died. Or he, now he's a vegetable. Did you ever hear that shit? How, like, when you get thrown from the wreckage and you're unconscious, that ragdoll effect uh, actually Prevents helps you. you from fucking, like, really hurting shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when, you, when you're flying through the air all conscious and you're trying to, like, ball up Brace and, stuff, and you know. That's when you break your back and shit. Yeah. But when you're just fucking... You get bruised up and banged up, but you don't, like... You don't break bones, yeah. Or you don't fucking shatter shit. It's just like you're relaxed. You fucking handle the impact better. Weird. I don't like thinking about bones and veins and shit. No, that's why uh, doctor's offices creep me out. Yeah. The dentist, too, though, because they go at you. Like, you may go to the doctor's office and not have to, like, get... Yeah, but no, just just sitting there and seeing a chart of, like, my skeleton on a piece of paper. and I'm Why like, do they want to bring the chargers to L.A.? That's inside me. <sighs> bones. I freak out on that shit, too. Why do they want it? Because the chargers... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't understand this. If they're going to build a stadium, they they said they want two teams in it. Because it would only make sense. It's like just... They turn on the old forum and turn it into a stadium? Or a Santa Anita racetrack or whatever? I can't remember where it was. LA, I mean... Where are they breaking ground? Did they already like start to break ground? I thought it was like in Inglewood. Yeah. like The forum in Inglewood. El Segundo. Really? The forum? Maybe. They were tearing down the forum? There's the new forum. I guess. This guy looks like Rob Lowe. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He kind of does. But, um. He's wearing so much makeup right now. Yeah, he's a pretty man. I mean, he's wearing makeup. There's nothing wrong with that. But, um. Oh. Um. Yeah, so the man loves the dolphin. Spurred some interesting conversation there. 
Yeah, we, we really went off for quite a while. It was just an interesting topic. I feel like it could segue into a lot of other stuff. But um, we had, I had one more thing. Yeah, this was really long. Wow. Yeah, well, this one just, it was like a philosophical article. So it's like you can't ever be brief philosophy which is no. frustrating like you have to start yeah. you have to you have to start from the beginning you couldn't leave it out and then you try to like put it in your own words and it takes more words mm-hmm. like because you don't have a strong enough economy of words to use because then you have to explain more concepts. words that mean two sentences like because yeah. before you start talking about a word you have to be like well let me define this word as it relates to this and blah blah blah, blah. yeah so point a point b john baudrillard uh wrote an article about the problem with the media and um, he's basically saying like objectively we should be following the media and expect things that you know are presented fairly impartially well-rounded all that stuff like you would basically want like objective well you know middle of the road opinions about shit like that's that's what we ideally report in the news yeah but without a slant you know and then um according to him in this sense the media should be well-rounded um, enough so that we could use the information presented as reliable extensions of our senses and values. So if we were all kind of thinking on the same page, we would be using the news to get but unbiased information. It, go, it goes back to the Hirsch thing. He doesn't want we. He owns newspapers. and suddenly He wants what he wants. You can, you can change millions of lives because of what one guy wants. And that's kind of like w- where he goes in this article. He says that like the, the, the media is objective isn't really to present you know moderate truth like it's it's supposed to just fall into the laws of supply and demand so what he's arguing is that we we fucking dictate what we want to see like the reason media coverage is the way that it is is because that's what we you know subconsciously want and we just don't give it any credit like we want to see that shit. We want to see the sensation. We want to see the fun stuff. When when things start to become too in depth or interesting, they get boring, and most people don't want to fucking hack it out. Have you ever seen Newsies? That movie with the kids from Chicago. Uh, it's New York, but yeah. No. It's like nineteen. Uh, that shows you that I've seen it because I thought they were from no, Chicago. No, because because it was back when uh, Teddy was still like governor of New York, so. Trust Bus and Teddy. Yeah. So this is like 1890s area. And it's Christian Bale as like a 16 year old. And it's a musical. Mm-hmm. So it's Christian Bale singing as like a 16 year old with a terrible New York accent. Baller. But the whole thing is it's a bunch of like kids that, you know, sell newspapers. And um, back when, you know, you had to, like, you're like, they didn't sell, you know, they didn't drop them off on your doorstep. You actually had to like sell them one by one, like on the streets. And. They told some new kid, like, you know, sell this paper. And the guy read the headline and just was shouting out the headline. And the headline was like some some construction or something like that has caused seagulls to, like, you know, leave the pier. And, you know, he was telling people that. And they're like, why, are you, why would you say it? So then he's like, watch this, watch this. New project dislodges thousands of lives, you know, read all about it. So it's just like. You gotta lie to. You gotta just change the you know the story a little bit to sell what you want to sell. Because yeah. not a lot of people want to buy boring ass truth. And that's kind of like his point. And he raises this example where he talks about a doctor prescribing you a painkiller that doesn't cure you, but effectively reduces your pain. 
And then he kind of raises the counterexample and says, like, what if a doctor prescribed you a medicine that cured you but didn't relieve your pain? Like, what he's saying is that when you go get medicine for a sprained ankle or whatever. Do you want to get better? You're not looking to get cured. You're just looking to get an escape from the pain. If you get cured, great. But your prime objective there is an escape from pain. So he kind of says that this shallow way of thinking is what dictates how media coverage is portrayed because it kind of doubles back into the point that I made about if stuff is more sensational, if things are more about sex or affairs or shit like that, just drama and gossip, we're more likely to pay attention because it's not hard to understand. It's not complicated in any way. It's just these are humans being humans. This is what happens. There's no real explanation that can it's not happening to me. Do it better than just explain it. And if they start talking about global warming or they start talking about physics and space travel and shit, people are going to tune out because they're like, I don't get this. It's too dry. I don't understand that. No one wants to think ahead. People yeah. want to live in the moment. And so the media's whole stance on the thing is capitalistic because they're well aware of what we actually watch and what we actually see. So all they got to do is keep cranking out the same fucking shit and keeping us fucking fat and happy. Lethal Weapon is a show on Fox. <laughs> and it's just interesting to me that we often find we oftentimes say that it's I'd watch the news if dot 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 but you're being idealistic. Like you definitely don't. What if every time we did this we ended the show with my girlfriend calling? <laughs> oh, we gotta go, guys. No, we we'll we'll go. Well that that honestly was the last topic, so we could wrap it up. But every time that wouldn't that be a hilarious like fucking well, we record until Jordan calls. Yeah, and then that's how you know it's time to go. So you never know what you're gonna get. Oh, it's time for me to go. All right, guys. Wouldn't that be fucking funny? I'll see because it just happens every hour and a half, so we always have a chance. Yeah, I came over here at seven o'clock, and it's been two hours, and she's definitely like, okay, you better fucking tell me what's going on. But I think that would be funny if that shit just ended like that. Wasn't she hanging out with her friend tonight? Yeah, he's probably gone. I told her I'd be home around 9, and it's it's 9.03 right now, so. Where are you? Yeah, we got an hour and a half up on this bitch, yeah. and I think we did okay. I think so, too. I think just we just got to, you know, we just got to find what we can, let's, we can do. Let's start on this again. Let's start on these notes? No, like on this. Like We'll finish this, topic, this idea yeah. next time. We'll, we'll carry it over. The idea was pretty much finished, but, you know. I just was, I was thinking that like, because we both studied it and we're both actually like kind of opinionated on the fact, I would just pull up just different stuff philosophically, like just this, go to the Reddit this, philosophy this, subreddit. This week in intro to philosophy. Basically we get, to, I mean, I don't want to be an intro class. I like situations where like newer things come out and they relate to older things, but. That's why I want to explain the cave though. Cause what you were saying kind of kind of goes into the cave because when you're watching the shadow figures on the wall yeah and you get freed and you realize that like there's more to the shadow figures mm-hmm. not everyone accepts that not yeah. everyone wants that people they want, want the, the show the satisfaction want, they don't want to know what the magic is people want to be chained to the rock watching the shadow by. figures yeah mm. i can't believe you talked about plato's cave all week and didn't talk about it i know but that's, that's a real thing. fuck up on now, your part. Now would have been a good time to do it, but that's why I want to carry it over. And we well, can just go right into the next one. You got to come up with some uh, with some notes of your own, man, and we'll compare and we'll go back and forth. And I'm just not good at typing anymore. 
Like I can put stuff on this notepad yeah. app, but I don't uh, like the whole like creating like a bullet point thing. Yeah. I definitely am. Do, I do this at work. I know. That's so the thing. You're I'm already like, I'm like into it. Like, you know, I'm like, Ooh yeah, this is more fun than working. Like me trying to find a, a word mm-hmm. processor on this, on this computer that I've, you can just go to the Google drive, like I go guess. to the Google drive. And that, this is what I did it on Google docs. Like this is a word processor there for you online. Like I could do that. All right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll fucking screw around with it. We'll figure something out and we'll, we'll make it happen. But I think, you know, like I said, this was good, and this was good for us to at least have shit to talk about. You know, I think we just got to kind of find, like, a, you know, a, con- not, a consistent... After we talk about it on these recordings, too, I'm not re- I'm not deleting anything we talk about because these aren't, you know, things... This isn't the official, you know, Oh, no, yeah. Yet. No, no, that's what I mean. Like, I've, I've, I put all these up on the drive. Like, I want to circle back around to all these topics again. And just listen, yeah. Record, once we well, kind once of we figure record. out how it works, like how, you know, what makes it good, what makes it weak, what makes it, you Once know. we start to record for real, we'll yeah. be like, hey, let's get back to the cheesecake cheese pie. Oh, it's a good fucking topic, especially when you got the munchies. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, that's good. I think um, that's pretty much all we're going to get out of this one, though. So. All right. Until next time, ladies and germs.